We are recording. Mm. All right. So, good day, everybody. Welcome to a new podcast. Um, we call it the Senate. Um, I think we can stick with the Senate for now. Um, Senate or the Senate. Senate is in session, you know. But basically, this is the Senate, right? Um, I am Neil Hoyt. And along with me, so, no, some of you may know us from school. Some of us may know Derek from, um, he's the leader, founder, owner of G Syndicate. Um, he is a person that gets very incendiary on social media <laughs> when it comes to certain topics. But so who are we and what are we doing here? Um, Derek first, let us, I, I can let you start. Who are you and what are we trying to accomplish here? I would just jump in and add in my two cents. Okay. Uh, well, Derek Marshall, that's me. Uh, I'm a teacher, a musician, a parent, a divorcee, <laughs> if you want to call it. Yeah, so I am a little well seasoned, if you could kind of pick that up for the beard. Um, had my fair share of radio interviews, very interested in getting into that, but this is my first time doing the whole podcasting, so this is a little different for me. Um, and I'm happy to be doing it with you, my brother. My brother, um, it's something, something different. And you know, we, we, we talked about this, so I am happy. Years. That I, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like this. we've been talking, yeah, man. I mean, I feel like we've been talking about something like this for a long time, and then, um, you know, we've been friends. We're not gonna stay in because you did say the season, right? But we've been friends for decades, and just like you. I haven't been married. I'm not a divorcee, but I have had my share of, um, you know, I'm a, yeah. I, you know, I am a monogamous person. I'm always in committed relationships and, you know, many have failed. Some have, have succeeded and some have failed for various reasons. But, um, yeah, we wanted to create a space where, you know, we were toying with what we were talking about. If we're going to be talking about, um, is this going to be about men? Is this going to be about, you know, relationships, what are, what, what is this going to be about? And, um, I think in the end, I think for two men that are over the age of 40, um, I would say, right. <laughs> I, like, I like, I like to think of it of this is a, like a, like there's a hill, right? This is a mountain. And you know, you start from be zero to 40. And right now, I think we are, we have enough experience between the two of us to be on the very pinnacle of that mountain and then all is all downhill from here. So basically what we're going to be talking, basically what this podcast is about is to create a space for people that, that we want people that are kind of understanding that they have tendencies, they have toxic behaviors or they have identified toxic behaviors and they want to either improve themselves or kind of improve their relationships, right? Uh, we are by no means experts. We are by no means relationship gurus. However, I think that we have a lot as men, for sure, to explain what, how we see it and, and how we want to deal with it, right? Um, so Derek, mm, that, that, that's, that's important because you, you generally don't get the male perspective of stuff like that because we don't really share as men, uh, particularly as a Caribbean man. Um, it is not it is not necessarily something that we are very forthcoming about. Um, within the Caribbean context, is a case of I can drink a rum and just forget about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But how sense was saying strange? Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and go forward, but I think a forum like this gives us a bit more scope to really talk through stuff and offer that male perspective, as you said, as, as two men. Two young men. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I, I yeah. yeah, that's very important to know. Yeah, two young men who've had their fair share of experiences, and as you said, and fathers too, and they don't have fathers as well. Um, we are able to offer some insight and receive some insight as well. So if we if we hear, we finally get to this point. Um, it's a blessing I feel good about it. So. Both we got a few more of these to do, and this isn't the first and last. Yeah, so you see, I want y'all know that Derek giving these radio answers, right? What he's trying to do is get him to understand his podcast, right? He gives us some nice, succinct, succinct answers, but 
hopefully as the show goes on, um, as we do episodes, we will think. So anyhow, who is this for? Who is this for? I would say um, this would be for people that are, as I said, looking to improve themselves, uh, identify toxic behaviors. You know, you're trying to create a space that is not filled with insults, filled with the barbs, filled with the, like, we want open-minded people, right? Like, for me, personally, I can share a bit of, of my my journey as a man, as a father. Um, I, I feel as though that, like, like I, I do have te- um, toxic behaviors, toxic mentalities, things that I um, put on myself, you know, in terms of my thinking and how I process things because of the challenges of life. And um, I kind of obviously am challenged and dealing with that. Now, a lot of people have their own struggles as well, and they're not, they're afraid to even do the work to try to get better, or they probably just, you know, are content where they are. But I think that we can create a space where we can have the dialogue. you could tell what sorry topics you want to address because th- I think this is very important because you have first tell the people what you've been putting out there on Facebook recently, kind of because yeah. people don't know that's kind of the bread comes right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as a precursor, so just yeah. let them know like what that was about and what what kind of topics you would like to address, and we would like to get over this um for the people. Yeah, um, we. I'm thinking in terms of rule, um, having that open discussion. I kind of dropped a little bit, as you said, some breadcrumbs on Facebook. I kind of exploded into something else really expect. Um, and I'm grateful for that because it was about initiating discussion. Um, and I, I got a lot of messages, both to the comments on Facebook. They were specifically worded, you know, to kind of incite a little bit of reaction, um, trigger a few people. You, you use a certain, a certain set of um, buzzwords and catchphrases and you find out people latch onto those and they run with them. So it kind of got people thinking, people moving in a certain way and discussing. And that was the real, the real point of the whole thing, to get people to discuss. And I found um, that it's to make people look forward to people who message me outside of that, when is the next topic coming? What is the next topic? We get here one tomorrow. So I was kind of thinking I would do it every Monday. Then I had to go from Monday to Monday, Wednesday. And then I had to put another topic today because people are kind of like clamoring. Yeah, we, we want a little bit more of that. And then you find people want to have the discussion. You know, I don't know if it is a case where people want to have the discussion or if they just want to get the views out there. But we are here trying to create that space where people can have the discussion. So we could talk respectfully, we could agree to disagree, but at some point, we, we need to kind of create that greater understanding so people can understand, alright, this is my position, and that's where he's coming from, and that's where she's coming from. You don't always have to agree, but you can, alright, that's your point, that's my point, I, at least we know. So going forward, we know how we can address it, how we can deal with certain things when they come up. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I completely agree, right? Like, um, I would say with your with your Facebook comments um, and posts, yeah, I, I could see that it was meant disingenuous was one of the words that came up, but it was, it was, I, I, I could see, I could see, and you know, you know, all jokes aside, though, I do think that it is, it, it, and I made it in a, in one of the posts a comment where some, I think some yeah. of the language needs to be kind of sort of culture like, a little bit. What does it mean to? Yeah, what, what, not even cultured, but. When we say submit, what does that mean to submit to your partner? Right, right. Then it says um, the value of a man. We've, we've been talking about this for months. What is a, what is there such a thing as high value man? This one is but words, buzzwords, sorry. And then we have settling. So I feel as though part of the thing that this series will help to do, um, this podcast will help to do, is to help kind of put clarification to what we mean by submission, what we mean by settling, what we mean by some of these buzzword terms. And kind of get other men to weigh in on what they think it means. The discussion is not only for men because, you know, there are women that have questions like that or even have strong opinions on these things. They can weigh in, weigh in, weigh in on it as well and give their opinion as to what these terms mean. Because I think that there's a divide where they say, like, for example, I have a friend, um, we communicate 
often. Uh, she lives overseas, and there's always talk of submission. She 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 has no problem submitting to her mate. Mm-hmm. But obviously, and a man has no problem with the woman being submissive. But for some reason, and we've talked about this often, um, being in me and you, where yeah. women seem to think that this is like um, God put on a, a leather a leather gimp suit. You don't mind the leather suit, you know. It seems as if women don't mind. And what woman said that point blank? They don't mind a little um, SNM. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't mind submitting in that regard, which is weird because you kind of um, you're gonna trust somebody to do something like that, but you're you're not gonna trust them in with regard to making decisions and stuff like that. Um, so it's a matter of kind of defining those terms. I think that's where we need to start because, and and I I kind of threw them out there, and. I didn't bother to get into the, the back and forth and kind of discuss them or break down the terms because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to see the reactions to, to those words from people. So you, as you, you, you call some of them before, you know, um, settling. Settling, settling is a word that, that yeah. kind of triggers some people this morning. Um, submission. Whenever you, that word came up in every conversation, yeah. and that is another, independence. In, independence is another one. Those words that kind of like get people, get people's back up. You know, people start saying, "Wait, wait, we may go submit to man." Without, what I mean, you know what I mean? Um, I, w- I was listening to something only today, and he was asking this woman if, uh, if she had a problem saying the word obey in her wedding vows. Love, honor, um, and obey. You know, and, and that was, she said she had no problem with it, right? Um, but I, I witnessed my own two boys a situation where the word obey nearly choked a bride. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I guess we kind of look at things from with our own backgrounds, our own perspective, our own conditioning, our own socialization. So when we hear certain words, you know, a word like submit. Obey. Sub- You're supposed obey. to be a teacher. Obey a teacher. Yeah. Obey, obey, obey a mother or father. You know? So people look at those things and say, obey, but hear my mother or my, hear my father. You know, that kind of, that kind of approach to it. And again, I just left those terms out there. I didn't bother to kind of break them down or look into them and I'll, I'll tell you Neil um, I've been in relationships where I was I had the dominant role I guess you could say and but there's a, a difference between being dominant and being abusive domineering or, or domineering you know and I, I feel as if um People conflate the two terms. I kind of get caught up and think that to be submissive means to be dominated, you know, or or, or somebody handing down the law to you. Uh, so so now you hear people saying the word partnerships, relationships, you know what I mean. Um, and again, another one of those terms that people throw. But what does it really mean? So hopefully across the, the next couple of shows, you'll be able to kind of get into these topics and break them down a little bit and have a little bit of back and forth. Hopefully we can invite some people in to be part of the discussion as well, you know? Yeah, so basically just to let everybody know, don't mind how how it looks right now. Um, it took us a long time to get to this point. Let me just put it like that. But anyhow, the point is, um, in terms of aesthetics, this is pre-recorded, but obviously, uh, we want to go live. We also want to be able to have a chat in there and, and, and take on, uh, any comments or queries people would have, obviously in tandem with other platforms on social media so that we can engage people as much as possible about these things because, um, as I said, this is not only about relationships, it's not only about men, it's only about, this is about empowering adults. Empowering, because there's no hard but, right? Like, um, I find a lot of us, so, so, not to sound like a sage, but I kinda 
have an understanding of what life is about. Life is about passing on knowledge, right? Like throughout all of nature, we pass on knowledge. Every creature passes on knowledge. We started in water as single cell organisms, and then over generations and generations and generations, we came out in water, we breathed, we had gills, and then we shed them. I'm not a scientist, but you know, it takes a process. And I think that for us, our job here is to procreate. I mean, men and women to procreate for our species, teach them how to not blow up the world or how not to kill each other and perpetuate our our, our race or our, our, our species, right? So having said all of that, um, I feel as though our job here is to impart knowledge from our own experiences as well as to have discussions with people about how to be better adults. When we came up, I mean... There, you and I, we have a similar situation in that we came from single parent homes. We had a mother raising us. Um, and, you know, not going to get into that right now, but obviously us as men were raised by women. And then us as men having to function in society to understand what it means to be a man, we obviously had to find our examples of what to follow. Right. And a lot of people, men and also as far as they came from, a two-parent household, but there were no handed down guidelines other than what they had seen. And some of these parents, I'm not saying they were toxic, I'm not saying they were good or bad or indifferent, I'm just saying that there's no book written on how to be an adult. There's, there's, you literally, some of us are thrown into the fire and trying to figure out, some of us are still figuring out, some of us will never figure it out, but the point is, I feel as though that if you are interested in just being a better person, a better adult for yourself yep. and for your partner and for whatever you want in your life, then we can have it. Sure, there and I are not. We're both single men. Uh, we are both um, in our careers hustling and grinding and trying to get things done. But in the end, um, we want to be the be best versions of ourselves. We struggle just like anybody else. We not again. We're not purporting to be purporting to be experts. But I think that once we have, we are open-minded individuals. I think that we do have our grounded principles, and to our core, we know what we are and who we are and what we are about. But everything around that is a part of varying experiences and ideologies and that kind of thing. And it's just kind of get that discussion going. So um, I'm glad we created this space because uh, I see it as being uh, helpful to us individually and then to everybody else listening. Um, it's not to trigger anyone. If you're triggered, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't agree, that's fine too. If you agree, that's fine too. But we are not going to attack anybody or we will try very hard not to come over as attacking anyone or any gender or any yep. uh, lifestyle, you know, um, because there's nothing said that you have to be with anyone. If you want to be single, that's fine. Um, yep. If you want to, if, if you want to be married, that's fine. If you want to, whatever you want to do, the point is, is that you are not in a space of, negativity or toxicity and being bitter and not understanding why. Um, so yeah, um, I, I almost want to get into, I, I, I just want to, I want to give them a little something. Um, well, let's I'm do that then. About, I'm thinking about, first things first, I think what better way to start it than the word submission, right? And I think that this is, this is not only for this episode because I think submission and what it encompasses and what men think it means versus what women think thinks it means and, and how we go about it are two different things. Now, um, I, can, I can turn this over to you. Uh, you are going to give your opinion as to what submission means. I will either agree, disagree, or tell you what I think it means. And then um, I, we could go from there. All right. Um, submission, the dictionary meaning of that. Let me just I have to Google it just now so that we use the dictionary, right? Uh -huh. uh, and it will tell you the act or or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Already entered. Already entered. And then the example they use, <laughs> the example they use of using it in a sentence, as they would say in school, it says they were forced into submission. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you see, immediately. The word submission has um, some serious, serious 
uh, connotations, right? <laughs> because when you use a word like forced, nobody wants to be forced to do anything. Free right? will, nobody, that's what we have. And nobody wants to be forced to do anything. Um, because immediately you feel like a child, you know? Um, and, and the challenge people have, uh, particularly for women and our modern women, would be that shoot, I, I went to school, I learned anybody else, you know, I achieved anybody else. Why should I know then be forced? Yeah, not the word that they use, the example, forced to submit to somebody, right? Um, and I, I think I saw that in one or two of the comments on Facebook, you know. Um, so that, that word is very, very divisive. <laughs> divisive. When we say divisive, problematic is another word. Yeah. I, I, I like problematic. I know, I know divisive, but problematic for me, anytime you bring yeah. that up. Anyhow, you you can yeah, yeah, yeah. That that word definitely when you use that, you know, you're you're about to start something. Um, for me, I I've never seen it like that. Um, in terms of the man woman perspective, I've never looked at it as that. I've never looked at at it as a case of forcing anybody to do anything. Um. Because at the end of the day, you really can't. You can't. Um, you, you can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. You know, that, that is a slavery. And that is a whole other topic that we, we, we really ain't qualified to deal with. I left the history secondary school, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't want people to think. Let, let me, I don't know. What would be a better word to use instead of submit? Um, For me, I like, I like the term, okay, so I like leadership. Um, the reason why I prefer that terminology to submission is because, as you rightly said, the connotations that brings up, uh, even, even listening to it, like, I don't want somebody to. And I've had these conversations with women because women, you know, you put out quote, they would hear the word submission and say, I have no problem in submitting to a partner that I trust. Right, yeah. that someone yeah. can, but you, but you see, but you see, I have no problem in submitting to someone that can lead, because right. um, I think I don't want to speak for women here, so I'm going to speak as a man, and I'm going to speak from my perspective. Um, in a relationship, it is a partnership. I agree that a, a relationship is a partnership. Like you know, everything, their decision making, but at the end of the day, there are situations where. Um, um, like, let's break it down even to this. Um, there's male energy and there's female energy. There's masculine energy and feminine energy, right? Um, and a male or masculine energy is one of leadership, whereas energy is more so, I don't want to say submission, but for lack of a better term, submission. And that does not mean that the man is there saying, you wash my dishes, fold my clothes, put my food. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. I see it as you're, 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 you're on a ship, you're on a vessel, right? Or you, you have a team. Any, any, any analogy you want to use where you have one person at the head and you have people that have to make, whether it be a team dynamic or a ship or, uh, whatever to function. I can use the ship analogy, right? Um, you're on a ship. You and I are on a ship. Um, 10 of us are on a ship. All of us can be captain. Yeah, right? somebody All of us lead. cannot. Somebody has to lead. No, no. The way I see the dynamic between men and women is that I liken it to a king and his queen that advises. I don't know if you're familiar. We all watch the, the movie 300, where Leonidas was the king and his queen yeah. let him lead because at the end of the day, she can advise that like, I don't think this is the right decision or I think this is the right decision or whatever. But if Leonidas say, well, you know, we get a war, then if that is your decision, I will support that. I, I like the fact that you bring up um, kings and queens. Uh, even if you look from a, a historical perspective, you know, you got um, King Harry, and he had um, oh, his queen. <laughs> he had his queen. He also uh, had a mistress, by the way. His mistress was so uh, influential that she actually used to sign official documents 
and she was saying them on Ridian. She had that much clothes as a mistress. So even as even though we're looking at it from a perspective where yeah, she was a queen, but she was still influencing the king. Right? She still had power to make more decisions. Power queen. More power than the queen. She had power to influence decisions at parliamentary level, a governmental level. Shoot, women have incited wars. You know what I mean? Um, so, I like the term you when you say masculine and feminine energy. Um, let, let's look at, you said partnership. Let's look at it this way. Um, we're not saying, let, let's be very, very clear. <laughs> let's be very, very clear. We're not saying that men are superior to women. We're not saying that women are superior to men. That's not it. Exactly. What we are saying, though, what we are saying, there's certain things that men are good at, there's certain things that women are good at. That, that is, is just a fact. <laughs> that is a part of nature. That is a part of nature. In every in every subspecies on this planet, every species, there is for almost all. I'm not a biology major. I never, you know, I, I left that alone, just like history back in secondary school with you. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't, women will always be, I, and, and I always liken it like this. Women are nurturers, natural born nurturers. I'm not saying men can't be nurturers, but if you were to, if you were to seek out a nurturer, right? Whether it's a man or a woman, you would gravitate toward a woman. Like my son, my son gravitates toward me when it is time to run around, when it is time to, for him to see how it is to be a man, when it is anything that is activity based, anything that is running around. And, and, and I never had to teach him that. I never, it was never a situation where I was always running around. His mother, uh, would say, you know what, I don't want to run around with you or whatever. It just, he just naturally yeah. gravitated toward me for activities, physical activities. Meanwhile, yeah. uh, when, when he falls and gets hurt or he's afraid or he is scared or, or he is sick, he goes, there was this one time he was ill. He was at my house. He was ill. My mother was here and he was really sick. We, we couldn't, we didn't understand what was going on. So I was saying, let me take him home. He didn't want me to take him home because he wanted to be, he, he wouldn't leave his grandmother. He wouldn't leave my mother, right? So it's like, I tried to say, all right, come with me, son. Come, come with me. You know, everything will be all right. He's like, no, I don't want you. I'm not letting go. His grandmother. And then eventually his mother can, you know, she latched, he latched on to her. So there are simple things. I'm not saying that a man can't be a nurturer. I'm not saying a woman can't be a provider. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that conversations need to be had and if you, as a woman, want to be the leader and you find a man that is willing to submit to that dynamic and you drive the ship or drive the car or whatever analogy you want to lead the team or whatever, so be it. I'm not saying that that dynamic will not work versus a man-woman dynamic where the man is, is the head. And uh, No, I'm saying that you and I, me and a woman, we can't be driving in this car, which is the analogy of a ship or, or a car. And we're going on the street or going along the ocean in a, in, 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 a, on, on course. And then I am staring and she is tugging the, sh- the ship from me. Are we two fighting, wrestling, control? <laughs> <laughs> or that's something else I want to mention, right? So we are very old friends. Uh, we have a lot of inside jokes. Some jokes you may get, some jokes you may not. That's a basketball reference. But yeah, we, we try to keep it lighthearted amongst the serious discussions. But yeah, I mean, um, and, and, and I would even say, and, and it's funny, I can put myself out there a bit, but even as a man, I have had women tell me they want me to lead and I have found myself not understanding what that means mm-hmm. in terms of striking that balance of not being, because I, I have never been a man that say, well, when I come home, my woman got food cooked for me. I probably yeah. can name on one hand how many women have continuously, continuously cooked for me. And it was never me saying I wanted some boy cook for me. Whereas the older heads in, in older generations, it was like, when I come home, I didn't go be ready. Matter of fact, yeah. I better eat before news. But that is not what we are talking about because that goes into the domineering and the, the unhealthy practices within a marriage. Because yeah. you don't have a partner. You don't have a, a wife. You have a slave. What we are saying here is that at the end, there's, there, there, there are things that happen within a relationship where decisions need to be made. No, we can have a discussion about it. I can tell you, well, 
babe, I think I am going to invest money into X. You as my partner could come and tell me, I don't think X is the right way to, to diversify our money. You should put it in Y. And here are the reasons why, or go and look at the reasons why. I will do my research and make a decision. You know, if I make my decision based on, on, if I make my decision contrary to what she did, and it was based on, on not doing my research or my evidence, and we end up in a sticky situation because of it, then that's my poor leadership. Correct. But this is not, this Correct. is not you submitting. I never wanted a woman to submit to me. I never wanted that. Here's the thing, Neil. Um, being a leader also involves knowing your own strengths and weaknesses. You know, um, you got a good friend. Uh, well, we have a good friend, my boy, boy Justin Brown, and he would say he, he said his 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 old man or his mother told him um, intelligent people know the, the their boundaries, know the the bounds of their intelligence and the wisdom and the knowledge right? know what they don't know they, they, they know what they, they know what they don't know um and you as a man literally not even as a man as a person you need to know what you can handle and what you can't handle uh, so coming back to your reference just now with in diversifying income and stuff like that if you as the part as a male in this relationship and you know, for example, that you are terrible with money, that you can get $100 and you can show your best now to buy a car with $100. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's not best for you to handle money and that you find your partner who hopefully will be more fiscally responsible than you are to manage your funds, right? And that too is an act of leadership, right? Um, I was watching a program and the, the guy on the program said he said he essentially gives his paycheck to his girlfriend, you know what I mean? Because she's the person who manages the money better than he does. So in that regard, he knows, shoot, if, if I get this money in my hand, we ain't making it to next week. We ain't making rent and paid. Let's turn off. We hungry. Everybody put the street. So it's best for me to give this girl, let me give my partner, let her deal with that. That way, we make it to the next week. Right? And by the same token, it, because we, we, we hear about gender roles and all that stuff, but the same token, if you know you can't cook, Shoot, don't cook for me, you know. All right, dang. Don't, don't be burning down the house talking about you as a woman that you're supposed to cook. Nah, I got it, sweetie. I can yeah. handle it. Yeah, and if not, they too, we could cook. We will order food. We ordering. Except in these days, nobody find them. Everything shut down. We will have to starve. But you know, we're going to learn. Gonna learn. Um, so, so leading, it, part of the, part, the process of leading is knowing what you can do and also know what you can't do and being willing to acknowledge that. Yeah, self-acceptance. I completely agree. Um, and I think that I can only speak for myself. I have struggled with that in terms of leadership because um, first things first, I have been in situations with women and relationships where, you know, I come from a household with a strong woman. My mother, she's a very strong woman. My grandmother was a very strong woman, right? Um, there was hardly any male influences in, in my day-to-day -day household. So I never saw how a man operated within the confines of a domestic situation. Yeah? So I saw everything from my mother. So now when it came time for me to date, I don't want to encroach on women and their... I don't want to say free will, but I don't want to. I don't want to say, well, tonight we eat in this place or tonight we eat in that place or whatever. Like I felt as though even the most menial and trivial of situations, I would prefer the woman to say, I want to do X or Y, and I uh -huh. really want to say, oh, I cool with it. And I'll be honest and say, like I have, I have lost a good set of relationships based on my inability to leave. And it's only now that I've got older that I've realized that because. Uh, and I'm still trying to figure it out because, again, it is not about imposing your will on someone else. Yeah. 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 It's like you have to have these hard conversations with your partner. 
you say, well, sweetheart, I love you. This is what it is. This is where we are. Um, what are and, and there are exercises to do too. What are your strengths and weaknesses? You write them down. You write down what you think your partner's strengths and weaknesses are. Notes. And it's kind of you do a Venn diagram of everything on the cross section. You kind of mitigate and delegate the task. Yeah. And you come mm-hmm. to a mutual understanding. But it's like, if we are in a relationship and I say, all right, babe, I got the cooking, but you got to fold the clothes. I got the garbage. You got the dishes. I got the finances. You have the grocery shopping. If yeah. that is what, shoot, if you got the landscaping and, and the, 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 the gardening and everything like that, I have the mopping and cleaning of the house because some, some people like to do those things individually. If that is what you want to do and we are cool with giving that, then it's fine. Then I can't go in the garden and tell my wife, yeah, babe, you cutting, I, I don't know how you're cutting these hedges. And likewise, <laughs> you can't come to me and tell me, well, I don't know how you sweep them up in here because at the end of the day, I have told you my strengths and weaknesses. You have relinquished your that that subsection of a domestic um, situation to me, and I've delegated, or you found the responsibilities of certain things in a domestic situation. Then that is your role, and this is my role. I find the problem is is that we give up rules, or we don't have these conversations, and then we critique when ah. rules are being uh, yeah. executed. That's oh, it there. So, and, I, and I'm not calling out men or women because I find both of us are guilty of doing it. Yeah. Um, where, you know, my wife is, she is the person that goes to groceries. She brings home groceries. We created a shopping list, list on WhatsApp or whatever, any uh, medium or any sort of way, right to list, whatever. She goes and buys whatever. And then when she comes, I say, well, shoot, you can buy this particular cheese I like. You can buy no apples. You can buy no bananas. What are you doing? <laughs> We have already created, we've already assigned roles and we've already created a system to facilitate these roles. So no, it is not, it is not my place to supersede our established dynamic and our established roles and behaviors and and procedures for me to just say, you are not doing your job properly. Yeah, the, the, the real crux of it is that open, not only open, but open and honest. Communication. You use the word honest, right? And I think it is important for people to understand that honesty is not only third person. Like, I don't only expect people around me to be honest. I have to be honest with myself. Yeah. Like, until your point. Yeah. Um, because, as you said, honest with yourself. You need to know you. You know what I mean? You need to know, again, the, the, the scope of your knowledge base, etc. Um, so, if you know you like certain things, say so. Say so. Um, I had a very good female friend that would tell you, you know, if I want um, a yellow polka dot dress, don't bring me a black polka dot dress. What was the point of asking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, what was the point of asking? Um, and me too. I came, as you said earlier, um, from a very a single parent house, also a very strong woman. And I grew up for a very long time with an aunt as well, also a single parent, very, very strong, very independent women. So you don't want to as you say, encroach on that. Because my mother's a woman, if she decide, you know what? Uh, and here want painting, she can paint it. <laughs> she can paint it. You know, that that that's just how she's get down. And even if she asks, if she asks and they don't do it in her time, it's gonna it. be done. I was coming find it done. You know what I mean? Um she would be a little annoyed or whatever. <laughs> but um, I would come up when it's done. That's how she, she got down. So then when I, I got, as a young man, I got married and stuff like that. Um, I got married at 24 years old. I went into that relationship, as you said, not fully understanding how to lead. You know what I mean? Um, and then not re- understanding what was required of me as a leader and you know first marriages is how they go and uh, I, I I've never been married 
but I have a lot of friends that right. have, been, have, have been married exactly. and had married. Exactly. So, um, and I remember part of the, the counseling, the counseling session and everything. And the, the counselor I said, you know, she, she doesn't want to lead. She will lead at work because she has to. That's what she's forced to do. But when she comes home, she doesn't want to lead. And it took me a long time to, to grasp that concept. You know, um, I always figured, as you said, it'd be a case where it's like, we want to do art. And because, you know, maybe a little bit more easygoing, we tend to be a little bit more laid back. If you're comfortable, I'm comfortable. Yeah. So, especially when, it, so as, especially when it comes to trivial things, like what yeah. to eat and, and yeah, what you You know, coffee you want, I can make it work. I can be comfortable, you know what I mean? Um, as opposed to saying, all right, sweetheart, I decided that, you know, tonight we can just stop in our high, we can sit up on the floor, we can watch a movie, drink some wine, eat some food or something, and that's the date for the night. Um, you you wouldn't, you always felt as if doing that would be domineering. Doing something like that would be saying, try to impose your will, force somebody into submission as opposed to saying just taking leadership of the situation and and again took a long time to kind of realize we may generally want you to kind of lead the situation like that not impose your will but lead lead yeah and um you know it's so funny because i've had discussions with all the women recently as i said i feel as though the last three years of my life has has been an evolution for me. I still struggle and I still trying to find my way, but I've had conversations with a lot of women, um, young women, older women, women, Barbadian women. The only thing I have not really kind of gotten the litmus test for is women outside of our race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had those discussions, but, um, I find that women, when you answer them and you have the honest discussion, women are tired of leading, right? We know what it is in the world today. Again, I don't mean to speak for women. I'm speaking for what I've been told. Women, older women, younger women, they are tired of always having to go into the world, be that manager, be that boss, be that leader in a male-dominated world, or even, or even, or even if it is not being a leader, having to claw and fight to be on the same level as women, as as men. Sorry. So when they come home. Sometimes they don't want to have to deal with certain things. But like, um, I, I, again, I can only speak from my experience. In the experience of having a single household, I've, I've spoken to a woman who raised a single child. And, you know, there were times where she wanted to shut off. She wanted a man to, you know, she, she, she obviously has to come home now after being in her managerial position. I have to cook food and prepare food, particularly for herself, for her mate and for her children or whatever, because she feels some sort of obligation to all type of stereotype of my woman dynamic. But really and truly, sometimes she just wants to come home and, you know, just relax and have somebody take, you know what, babe, I got you, I can take care of this, right? And I feel as though communication, I find the hard conversations, we get enamored with the the, the, the physical as well as the connection. Yeah, man, she cool. We have good conversation. We kicking in everything nice, everything sweet. The sex is good. The conversation is good. She's a good companion to travel with. She's a good companion to things. She's a smart person. But we don't have those hard, hard conversations to say, look, you see me? I suck with finances, right? I can need you to have that. Like, yeah. like you, may, you may suck too, but you ain't as bad as me. I need you to take care of that. Or, you know what? Um, husband, I need you to, I don't need you to go. I literally had a woman tell me, I've, I, I've been in a relationship where a woman told me, I'm the type of person, as a man, I wash, when it comes to laundry, I wash it, everything from what you got on to where you got on to what in the laundry basket, whatever, right? That is just me. I like in clothes. I, I, as we're saying, take it off, put it in wash. I, I can, and, uh, Wear this today, wear this tomorrow. Type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The sniff test, right? I, you know, I, I try to avoid that for going out, right? Uh, I mean, outside my house. I don't mean out as a guy, no. I mean, if I leave in my yard, I must have on something fresh, yeah? Um, so that's me. I, that's a role I do. So 
I would have had a, I've had conversations with women here, you know, we on that level or whatever. And I would say, let me tell you something, right? If we live together, I ain't falling a stitch of clothes. I wash everything for you. I wash the sheets, the curtains, I wash. But you <laughs> see the folding of clothes, I hate to fold clothes. So if we could come to a mutual, because then, you know, certain things people have no problem with, and some people like, nah, that for me. So if you say, oh, look, I ain't got no problem you folding, with you washing clothes, I have folded clothes, right? If you say, man, I really hate folding clothes too, but I really hate washing clothes too, then meet me halfway. You understand know I me? Mean? Yeah. But once we establish that dynamic that I washing the clothes and you folding the clothes, I ain't gonna tell you how to do your job. You don't tell me how to do my job. And we go forward. The, the, ch- the challenge here though, Neil, is that when do people discover these things or oh. have these conversations? Generally, is a case where people discover these things when they are already living together, already hooked up, right? Child, you ring me, name on a mortgage. This together, and then we discover, we had a, we decide we can finally have a sit down and discuss this thing. What is the concept for, you know, you don't like forward and close, and I don't like forward and close neither. So we close the company, we wash the machine, we just pay the payback. And every day we just go and search through the pile of photo of a monster in a party or something. And then, we roll. Rough, dry, rough, dry, rough, dry. You know, because I don't like pressing it, you don't like pressing it either. So we just take them out, shit them out, and roll. So I think these are conversations, and I found that. Later in life, as I began to get a bit more seasoned, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> uh, that these are conversations that might seem like, Trivial. like these conversations are sexy. Man, man, you know these man, conversations, talk. Talk, these conversations are sexy. And this is like, so we gone, baby. This is their kind of conversations. You know what I mean? You put them first, then that cute boy, you know. <laughs> You never see that. You never see that. They happily ever after any movies. You have never seen that in a romantic comedy. You've never seen so. So you let the four clothes. You people two people say don't have any dinner. So you, so you let the four clothes. You let the press. You let the earn. You know you've never heard a couple on TV have that conversation. And unfortunately, those are conversations that people have only after their six months, a year in, and then they realize you be stuck. We stop. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we are talking because dishes yeah. ain't washing regularly. Garbage still in there. Yeah, you know, what I mean? you like, like, like garbage pile and nobody in one car to Nobody cleaning the house. Like I agree, right? And 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 I think um in a, in a, in a in a in a setting where, especially if you're talking about living together, um, I would even take it a step further. We're talking about, about domestic things. We're talking about. These kind of things, but I'll actually take you one step further. I think there are certain conversations that need to be had very early on in a dating process. When it comes to compatibility and who, like, things easy, right? What we do? Yeah. So how bad you like sex or what kind of movies you like or what kind of foods you like? What's your favorite color? All oh, these, you know, when we were younger men, there was things like you say. sexy conversations. But nobody wants to say. Nobody wants to say. And I, I actually had a friend tell me this one time. She's gonna start having dating men and asking them. Like the next date she goes on, the next real date she goes on, very early in the conversation. Like within the first four days, it's like, yeah. So what's your trauma? How you plan to heal from it? Like well, what? Are, <laughs> what? What? Yeah, like those types. Of, you know what I mean? Like those kinds of. Because no, I'm serious. Because when you look at it, right. Everybody is carrying their own baggage, especially the older you get, right? Whether you're married, you have the perfect life. Whether you are single, you all men are dolls, all women are dead. Whatever your thought process is, the fact remains everyone is carrying baggage. We're human. Emotions get hurt. Experiences are not always the best. We go through things, right? And... It is very important to, to 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 find out early on what what are your 
what are things, what is the uncomfortable thing that you don't want to address? Or what is the thing that you're addressing? So I have my personal demons, right? I have my, my own set of, of issues. Um, and I'll be honest, sometimes I'm very active in taking care of that issue or those issues. And sometimes I slack. Sometimes it's like a good or, you know, you know, you Superman, shoulders broad. You know what I mean? Like, shrug yeah. that off and keep it bouncing, right? Because man, is supposed to cry. Um, yeah. but, but it is very important for men and women to have that discussion. Like, yeah, it's all cute. You look good naked. I ain't gonna like you, but, and you, you know when to use your oh, right. We can spend uh, this money we got. You know what I mean? You understand? Like, what are your long time goal, long term goals? What type of person are you in these situations? Can you lead? And it's not easy conversation. As you said, it's not, you said, then you don't see Brad Pitt and, and Gwyneth Paltrow discussing that when the music started crescendo and yeah. then looking at each you know, they go off, gone off into the set, but then don't show you three kids down the road and the debt collector knocking because they're paying more. You don't see that. And I think that if you are serious, I think if people are serious about having committed long-term relationships, if you're just looking to have a casual relationship and keep it moving, that's fine. Right? But if you're looking to, to get committed to someone, I think that you have to do your due diligence and have these difficult conversations. I have them um, early. I have them early. I have them early. You know, and, and have them honestly. If you know you're about certain things, just say so. Up front. You know what I mean? Just but, say so. But because we are talking about, and not to cross you, but nobody, they wouldn't do it better. or I want yeah. people to, I want Move men away. away. It's this sex thing. This, I mean, yes, sex is instant gratification. We all love it. But I don't want people to keep falling into that trap of this is what is most important. Yeah. You, you, Chris Rockers Kitri says, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time, you don't meet them, you meet the representative. Um, and that, that tends to be more true than we want to believe. Um, but you, you, you need to, to kind of have, if you know you don't want children, say so. You'd be surprised to see you won't waste six months to a year mm-hmm. if you have that discussion early, you know. Um, so say, say what you want, say what you want. Be clear, if you know you don't like partying on the weekend, say so. If you know that you're uncomfortable, that you're a homebody, but you girl getting out on a Friday night, are you uncomfortable with that? Don't get with the woman, and then a year and on the road, you decide, I really book this here, you know, or worse yet, marry the woman, and then decide, I really want you going out door. Yeah, yeah, that is nonsense because at the end of the day, still, people, I find some of us get into relationships thinking the others will change. We like the person, we like the conversation, we like how they're built, we like their intelligence, we like how, we may even like how they lead or whatever, but we still go on the, uh, I can allow this and let it yeah. slide because I can work with that. I can, I can yeah, see if that can get work it out. I can change that. Like, like you said, if I'm going to tell you, we're here too, right? I, I ain't a party person, party team. That ain't for me. And you, as a woman, come and say, well, I like to party, I like to go, I like to enjoy myself. And you say, and you, and you say, well, if you was my girl, you can't be going kind of so Then, thank you very much. Enjoy your Everybody life. Everybody party like parties. Same way, same way that if a man is not, um, if a woman wants a man to be, let's be honest, some men are, are womanizers, right? You know he's a flirty, friendly man, and he always between the man say, "You say, well, you know what? I, I, I can't have you chatting up with so much girlfriends. You got, you got Cindy as a girlfriend, and uh, uh, Patricia as a girlfriend, and this body's your best friend, and that body's your best friend. I ain't into that. If the man tells you these are my friends, nothing more, nothing less, and you decide to believe that man, you cannot wait until you get the ring to say." You always talking to Patricia. Yeah. You always to Cindy. The man yeah. tell you up it is, and 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 they find a lot of us. We're to be honest, we're shown, you know, earlier we're shown, um, and told how certain things are to go. Um, some of us have 
issues of expressing ourselves. And some of us have issues in dealing with certain things. But for some of the things within us, we express whether verbally or through action. And you may want to see it. You may not want to see it. You may address it. You may not want to address it. But if the man, if you address it, and the man tell you, or the woman tell you, that ABC is X, Y, Z, then you can't get vexed years, no delay, months, no delay, weeks, no delay. When the man is sticking through the form, the man tell you he's a duck, and he's walking like a duck, and you say, well, why you don't walk like a pigeon? Are you vexed? You know what I mean? I, I, I've been in situations where, you know, we you go out and you see a guy carry out the girl and everything, and she ain't ready about the partying, but she come up because I, I don't know why. And then she stand up one side and she vexed you. She's sucking. You come up to party, you can't enjoy yourself because she's even worse when it's the other way around. When a girl goes, so she won't do her thing, you know, just party and enjoy herself. And then the man won't say standing up, he face bend and he body far, he vex because he ain't expect that when he come out, he girl can come out to party, he expect that they can come out and she gonna be up on the heat. They ain't working like that, they won't call the party. And she tell you she's gonna party. Mind you, in some of these situations, people meet these people's people in these elements. Exactly. See the person, but they're walking up, stink, 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 bending over, <laughs> or on um, behind something, they're walking up. I say, Suddenly, yeah, boy. Because yeah. of it, you want them to give up all of that. I and remember. And you just state that up front. It's hard for you to state that up front, you know, and let her make that determination if she's going to say, all right, he's a good, he is worth it enough. I can, I can shove that life, I can put away that life to be with this man. But you didn't ask for that. No, you didn't you, ask for that. You hook up with a with woman with the expectation that that was going to change. Exactly. And oh, it, there was not discussion. Um, there was we we approaching the hour. I didn't even expect yeah. it to go so. Um, trying to keep it to hour because this this is supposed to be our introductory episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, um, but there was a a, a a I was at some place and guys were talking and one guy said, uh, I think they were showing around a woman. A woman she was out in a party. She was scantily clad. Um, and the man was like. Who? That's you, girl? Like, I guess the other guy was shooting. He said, that's you, girl? No, boy, my girl can never go. So, and I found it so perplexing to me because chances are a woman don't just decide. Nah. As an adult, she dressing conservative. You meet the woman and know she gaining out next to you or with her girls or whatever. And she got on a bossy drop out on a belly out. Yeah. Like, she don't, <laughs> that don't just go, yeah, you don't just go from flowing dresses and jeans pants to all of a sudden showing off your body. Unless you really do a, a, and even if you do, there's a transformation period in there. You may have been fat, you may have been, you may not feel comfortable with your body, but you're not feeling comfortable with your body. The thing about it is, I feel as though you should have these discussions. Even if you don't, you obviously can't, in, in that situation where somebody has transformed their body, you kind of have these discussions during the transformation, right? Like you're looking good, or as you're wearing certain things, or whatever, whatever. Does this make you feel uncomfortable? And if he says yes, it makes me feel uncomfortable. If the woman say, "Well, you know what, you gonna like it or lump it, you gonna make a decision," <laughs> or or I am going to try to change to appease you. But once a decision is made, hard or soft, it can't be you deciding to change how you dress to appease the man of your own volition. The man ain't asking or nothing, right? Or even if the man asks, you said yes. Yeah. You decide to keep dressing scantily and it creating a friction and noise. Again, it goes back to having that discussion and decisions being made. Who is the leader and who in certain situations governing certain things, right? Um, and I don't see it as, you know, wrapping up things about, about submission. I don't see it as submission. I see it as leadership. I see it as a relationship. It, there are many facets to relationship, right? I, I kind of think about it as a business. A relationship is a business. You have various departments in a business. You have marketing, you have um, procurement, you have um, accounting, you have uh, middle management, you have upper management, you have the board. Shoot, you got interns, quite eventually you got children. You, you have <laughs> you have various departments within this business of your relationship. It is not, yes, there is a CEO, but the CEO is responsible for guiding the company to the betterment of the company, not the to boss. So, so going to meet with the board. 
and the CEO still got me involved. So, and the thing about it is, we're talking about a man and a woman. So if a man, a woman, they have that discussion, they say, well, you sweetheart, you're the CEO. You have final say on certain decisions. But if his management style ain't cutting it again before the board, like there are so many levels to it, right? Like there, there's, I don't see it as a one so a one one sale, one size fit all thing. It is basically understanding that there are many facets to relationship. You can do better things than I can, and I can do better things than you. We figuring out and finding out what those things are, coming to a decision on who is going to take charge of from the mundane to the big decisions and big things. If there is something where I need your guidance, if I you if we decide that I'm the leader, or if in, in this particular instance, or if we decide you're the leader in this particular instance, there's a discussion. That I ain't just come home and say, "Be like I'm a new car." And you're like, <laughs> you in charge of yeah, you you yeah. Unless we millionaires, and even then, I just think that I understand it's triggering when you talk about submission, but it's about leadership. It's about leadership, and it's not a one a one. It is not a, a authoritarian a decision. Yeah, it's it's, it's not a it's, it's to me a situation based. If you, if you want fully submit to your man and have him lead you and govern you and guide you, fine. Right? I know men that lead their marriages, but the woman that's controlling the purse, control the bank account. You understand? Yeah. No and I've been in situations control. like that myself. <laughs> right. And, and it is simple that there is a, I will submit to you in certain areas once you submit to me in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, these are, are, are the subgenres and subcategories of a relationship, but the big tent pole things are, um, people like to talk about who cleaning the house and who eating food and who cooking and who washing dishes and men usually the, the established dynamic or how people take it is that yo I want my food cooked my food is yeah. oh baby I'm sorry let yeah. <laughs> people hear, hear hear that word submit they tend to think barefoot and pregnant you know uh, and they don't think I think somewhere along the line we gotta move past uh, that kind of thinking or approaching it with that mentality of barefoot and pregnant. It is a case of discussion and and as you say leading discussions right? hard having the and having the, un, the unsexy discussions about certain things. And I'll, I'll admit this like I think we, we almost all the time, right? Um, yeah. so let, let me let me put it this way. Be your best version of yourself, right? Because women always say, hey, I have no problem submitting if there's something to submit to. And you can't fault them for that. You really can't fault them for that. So this is my word to the gentleman. Strive to be the best version of you. And then, and again, again, kind of speak for the women a little bit, you'll find that you may have no problem submitting to you. It's true. If you are striving to, to be the best version of yourself. If you if you make sure that shoot, I in the gym and making sure I look a certain way, I got my money right. Um, you know, I, I sort out certain things. I, I I physically, mentally, spiritually in a, a good place. Women will follow that. Yeah. Uh, but if women to certain how you get it down. That ain't happening. Yeah. Um, well, we are out of time. This is our introductory episode. I do want to say that stemming out of this conversation, at some point I want to take about talk about you were talking to the men about being better men. Um, and I do want to address that at some point because men here and see certain terms like self-care. Like I find that self-care is a term that is seen as feminine. Right, like yeah. men don't talk about self care. What does self care mean? Oh, there's this feminine thing or whatever. But really and truly, everybody needs to take care of self. It doesn't mean going out there and getting pedicures and manicures and you know getting your lashes waxed. So why you know what this do? It may until that. The fact remains yeah, is what do you do, whatever you do as a man to take care of yourself, that you feel whole, confident, and you project a sense of of self love. Um, we can talk about that another time. Anyhow, um, thank you very much for listening to the very first episode of the Senate. Um, I don't know, Derek, you got any closing words? Strive to be the best version of yourself. Oh, I forgot to tell the people how often we're going to be doing this. Um, right now, 
I know for sure we got Tuesday and nail down. Tuesday at nine, I think you said there. Yeah. Tuesdays at nine, we can go live. Um, we're trying to add another day to that. I want to say Thursday, but don't hold us to that because we're still working that. Oh, I have no problem with it, but sometimes the schedule may not line up. But for sure, we can do Tuesdays at nine to start. So you can look up for us next Tuesday live. Um, by then we would have things looking a different sort of way. We can be live. We can have comments and, you know, certain interactions going on within the comment, uh, comment section. So, um, thanks a lot, Derek, for finally making this. <laughs> Yeah, man. It was a, it was yeah. a, it was a while, but we get here. Yeah. So, anyhow, good night, everybody. Um, we can put this up on YouTube, on Facebook. Anyhow, yeah. Good night, everybody. Peace and love. Peace. Oh.